G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Today we're going to meet a man, a guy by the name of Jabez, who asked God to bless him. Not just a bit, but a lot. And God granted his request. So, what's that all about? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me as we take a look today at God's blessing from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus to become all he made you to be and to do all he created you to do. Okay, so God doesn't want to turn you into a sport brat. We get that, right? Dear God, please give me the latest model of the BMW 7 Series in that nice deep midnight blue colour. That's a prayer that's unlikely to get much of a response out of God. And certainly when I talk about the blessing of God, that's not what I'm talking about either. But in scrubbing those self-indulgent desires from our prayer list, I think sometimes we scrub off the idea of all blessings, or at least the idea of abundant blessing. The sort of blessing that overflows out of us because we just can't contain it. The reason that I've called this series of messages God Wants to Bless You is because God wants to bless you. And no more so do we discover that than in the prayer of Jabez. Maybe you've read Bruce Wilkinson's book by that name. I only reread it again recently, and I realised that even though I'm someone who spends a lot of time in God's Word, I realised how easy it is to be drawn off track in our thinking and in our perception of what God means when He says, I want to bless you. I truly believe that if we can wrap our hearts around the truth of God's blessing for us, it'll completely change the way we understand God, the way we see ourselves and the way we see the rest of the time that we have left here on this earth. So let me read to you, straight out of God's word, the prayer that Jabez prayed to God. It comes from 1 Chronicles 4, verses 9 and 10. Now Jabez was more honourable than his brothers, and his mother named him Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that you would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may cause no pain. So God granted him what he requested. Now, these two verses, 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, are buried deep inside nine chapters of genealogy. Can you believe it? Nine chapters! I've read my Bible front to back and front to back and back to front and back to front on quite a number of occasions. But can I be honest with you? I I lost it in these nine chapters, really. I know that all Scripture is inspired by God. I know that all Scripture is useful for teaching and reproof and correction and for training in righteousness, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. I get that. But nine chapters of genealogy? Give me a break. That is, until you stumble across Jabez's story in these two little verses. This dry list of names goes on for pages and pages and pages. And the only breather, the only diversion, the only bit of insight in all of that is the prayer of Jabez. In other words, God is saying to us that this Jabez fellow is meant to stand out head and shoulders above the other 500 plus names in the list. 
Now, he was not a great king, not a great prophet. He was, for all intents and purposes, a bog, ordinary human being like you and me. That's the point. And yet he stands out head and shoulders above the rest. In fact, God very clearly tells us that he was more honourable than his brothers. Why? Was it because of the great start that he had in life? Is it? Well, no. We're told that his mother had a particularly difficult childbirth when it came time for Jabez to pop into this world. I obviously don't know how much it hurts to bring a child into this world, but in theory, I can tell you that every birth has pain associated with it. For the Bible to comment on this particular birth means that it must have been a tough one. So tough, so painful, in fact, that his mother gave him a name that means literally that he was a pain. I've tried to imagine what my life would have looked like if instead of calling me Bernie, my parents had given me a name, you're a pain. Hi, you're a pain. How are you going today? Do you think that would have influenced his life badly in a culture where the meaning of your name was synonymous with who you are? You bet it would. The kid had a rotten start. But the Bible tells us that he was honoured above his brothers because he prayed a particular prayer, and the first part of that prayer was this. Dear God, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Now, in some of the contemporary Bible translations, they omit that word indeed, which is a mistake, and which is why I've used the New King James translation here. The short of it is that the tense of the original Hebrew word for bless me makes it emphatic. It's as though he underlined it and put three exclamation marks after it. So the sense of what Jabez is asking God is this, Oh God, bless me a lot. That's the meaning. Have you ever asked that of God? Not not a specific prayer for this or that, but an open prayer for God to choose the blessing and whatever it looks like, whatever form it comes in and whatever it does come, that it would be a huge blessing, that you would be blessed indeed, that the blessing would be so big that your tiny mind simply can't comprehend it. Have you ever asked God for that sort of blessing? And if so, why not? Because the Bible tells us that because of this prayer, Jabez was honoured above all his brothers. And as a result of the prayer, verse 10, God granted him what he requested. This is a prayer that I pray often, almost every day of my life. Dear God, bless me a lot. Not the blessings that I choose, but the blessings that you want to choose. Because I know that you're going to think of stuff that I would never, ever think of. I know that you're going to come up with blessings beyond anything I can ever hope for, dream or imagine. How do I know that? Because in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, I'm told that God is the God who, by the power at work within us, is able to accomplish abundantly far more than we can ask for or imagine. And if that's the God he is, if he can and he wants to do stuff that we can't even imagine, why wouldn't we simply ask him to bless us the way he wants to bless us? Why wouldn't we leave the choice open to him? And if the Bible tells us that Jabez was honoured above all the others and that God gave him what he asked for, why wouldn't we ask for the same thing? It seems pretty obvious, doesn't it? And here's what happens when we do. God begins to move supernaturally in our lives. Despite and even through some of the tough things we're going through, God starts to make appointments for us. He starts to give us opportunities to take the blessing he's giving us to let it flow through us into the lives of other people. A blessing is literally someone speaking well of you. In the New Testament, the Greek word for blessing is eulogia, from which we get the word eulogy. A blessing is God speaking well of you. But when God speaks, something amazing happens. The Bible tells us that God calls into existence 
things that do not yet exist. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. So when God blesses you, he speaks into your life and supernaturally makes things happen that don't yet exist and would otherwise never have happened. Sometimes he does that of his own accord. Dads are like that. As our father, his heart is to bless us. But as any father does, he longs for us to come to him and ask. He longs for us to humble ourselves and turn to him and ask for his blessing. He's eulogia. He's calling into existence things that don't yet exist into our lives. Does that give you a different perspective on God's blessing? Does that make you want to get down on your knees right now and ask for his blessing? Does that make you want to pray this prayer at the start of every day? If it doesn't, I have absolutely no idea why. And here's the great thing, the totally fantastic thing. By leaving the decision up to God, it means that instead of asking for selfish things, we know that we're going to get God's good things. And you know what Jesus said? If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. John chapter 15 and verse 7. So then the only question is, what are you waiting for? The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.